Did you ever think you would make it? I feel I'm supposed to take sweet victory. I know this life meant for me. Yeah, why would you bet on Goliath when we got bet David? Value taming, giving values contagious. This world of entrepreneurs, we get no value to hate. It's how they run, homie. Look what I become. I'm the, I'm the one. We'll figure it out. Yeah. By the end of the show. Yeah, I think we'll figure it out by the end of the show. <laughs> Two hours. All right. So, special podcast today. We were hoping to do it in March, but we couldn't. But we're able to make it work today. And uh, a lot of people online would say, Pat, you got you to get him on, Pat. You got to get him on. It'd be great. be a great conversation. Finally, we wow. made a, make it work. Newly a father of seven months, which is congratulations to you. Thank you. It's great to have David Packman on the podcast. It's, today. it's so great to be here. I'm yeah. shocked people wanted me here. They though. really did. Though. I mean, you were getting tagged left and right. I That's said, I got to get this guy. So I love we, it. We were talking on the Twitter. And, yeah. Anyways, we were able to make it work. So how, how's everything? How you doing? Everything's good. Good? Yeah. How's it feel being a father? It's, it's weird. It's yeah. like completely different and kind of everything's the same. You know, yeah. it's weird. And, Biggest and, shock. Meaning yeah. like, oh, I didn't expect this. Um, you know, I thought maybe like two or three diapers would be enough for a few months. You need way more than two yeah. or three. Rookie move, that bro. So what's me. most expensive cost that you're feeling? Well, the most expensive one was the night nurses at the beginning. Hmm. Um, cause as you know, my audience knows my, my girlfriend ended up back in the hospital after the delivery and it was me at two weeks. And, and so I was like, we need night nurses and night nurses, you know, are not the cheapest thing. Wow. So that was the mo- so after that I'm like, oh, diapers, this is this is great. Diapers is cheap, yeah. Night nurses. Yeah. That's pretty epic. Yeah. Uh, wait till uh, they turn 1 and you find out how much eggs are going to cost. It's going to be <laughs> catastrophic. So hang in there. It's it's coming. Well, she's yeah. already on eggs, you know. So it's uh yeah. <laughs> By the way, public PSA, I'm also looking for some night nurses out there. I don't have any kids, but if some night nurses just want to come best in, bite I, your yeah. tongue. If you're saying you're looking for they night just nurses. Just want to come in and take care of some things throughout the night just His interpretation of night nurses are very different than David. David is not in the adult entertainment business. David (laughs) is not like in, you know, a player. He's just saying somebody that was helping him with the kids. These are medical professionals. Yes, exactly. That's That's a better way of putting it. That's all I'm looking for as well here, gentlemen. (laughs) It's a mouth-to-mouth. All right. Stop it. Let's go. Okay. So, David, for the people that don't know, if you can take a quick moment and just kind of give them your background. You've got a massive YouTube channel. You're... You got billions of views online. You've done great work. You and then maybe share with them what your philosophies are, what you believe sure. in, and we'll get started. So my thirty-second backstory: born in Argentina, family moved to the U.S., immigrant, learned the language, public school, et cetera, et cetera, all of that different stuff. Interested in media, interested in politics. In Argentina, politics is like everything. Everybody's always talking about politics. I'm sure, you know, in your background, it's, it's similar. Um, and eventually started this community radio show podcast when I was uh, doing undergrad. Had the fortune that I could just kind of try making it a job while a lot of my, you know, classmates ended up having to get real jobs that were not very good. Um, and it, it worked, fortunately. I think it was a combination of timing and the opportunity and the fact that I had a situation where I could just, let's see if this thing works and I can avoid having to get a real job. Um, and then it combined with when YouTube was blowing up and podcasting and all these things. So my show is a it's a left wing progressive call it, you know, whatever you want so, sort of podcast. And I'm sure we'll get into my philosophy more specifically. Um, but we're we that's the space I occupy. And we talk news and politics, do interviews. I've done over 1500 interviews on the show. Um, and that's that's the thing now. We're multi-platform, YouTube, Facebook, Twitch, podcasts, et cetera. So, look, my biggest challenge with you is I think you go a little over. 
overboard when it comes on to supporting Trump, and I think it's inappropriate. I know, yeah. <laughs> Honestly, like it's I'm, a little too much. Like, I'm so, uh, I, I know people who are MAGA people who yeah. love him, but you like, Not like dude, me. you I up know. your game. Yeah. I'm how, so, did that, how did your infatuation with Trump get started? I just like, think his hair and his physical <laughs> uh, prowess and strength is so incredible. His golf game is yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. And I consider golf a proxy towards basically everything in yeah. life. If you're a good golfer yeah, the way Trump is, yeah. then you're good at everything, really. I mean, that's that's the best, some might say. But by the way, do you miss him? Be honest. Do, do I miss him? So the, the, there's. And a crazy question for yeah. you. Just a crazy question for you. Like for me, you know how uh, uh, CNN ratings just came out and ratings, you know, I don't know what the numbers was. We'll get into it here in a minute. Uh, worse in nine years. I don't know what the numbers were. But if you can pull up the article, Worse than nine years, right? So do you think, like, you sit there and you say, like, for comedy. Yeah. Like, comedians. Like, comedians. You know, a great comedian maybe can do, make fun of everybody. Yep. Okay? Schultz, he can do anybody. Chappelle can do anybody. Rogan, these guys can do anybody, right? You know, but sometimes, like, the market needs a good president to make fun of. Yeah. Right? So, you know, th there's a lot you can do with Biden, but there's a lot more you can do with Trump, Oh, absolutely. Right? And he's he's so funny in spite of himself. Yeah. And sometimes it's he'll say one thing, like he'll call, you know, uh, the the CEO of Lockheed, Marilyn, Marilyn Lockheed. But that's not her name. Her name's, her last name is not the name of the company. That's funny in the moment. But Tim then, Apple. Tim Apple, right. <laughs> but there, there's these arcs. I said Tim Cook. You pretty much said Tim Apple. There's this arc, like, for example, where... Trump weirdly gets obsessed with toilets during his during his 2020 campaign. I don't know if you guys remember this, but he would go to rallies and he would go and they're they're turning down the flow on my toilets. You're going to have to flush toilets 10 to 15 times. And I'm thinking, what is Trump doing with a toilet where you need 10 flushes? Right. It's weird. But that's just the God, first piece. So then love those on election night, yeah. when he talks about how he really won, you know, which he lost, by the yeah, way, yeah. Um, he, he says there were massive dumps in the middle of the night. And you're like. <laughs> 15 flushes, massive dumps, and then later, good for you. Later, that was good. later you find out he was flushing documents down the toilet. So you're like, going back a year, you're that's funny. the reason the toilet, he was so concerned about toilets, he's flushing documents Himself. down. Himself. It's a so, huge so how, story. So how do, you you know? how do you handle the whole, uh, uh, you know, but, but even for yourself as a content creator, do yeah. you miss him as a content? Like, would you selfishly forget about politically of course you don't want him you would have probably had bernie over biden I, I would assume maybe somebody else who would have been your guy if you had your choice yeah i mean i i think bernie is the closest when you look at policy to me but i've been very critical of the way bernie runs his campaign i bernie talks about he's a socialist i don't i'm not a socialist and i don't actually think bernie ran on a socialist platform but we can get to Interesting. that but I, I i've said to my audience Trump was great for shows like mine. There's no question about yeah. it, right? Like speaking, yeah. if I was if I was voting not for what I think is best for the country, but what's best for me financially, of course Trump was a gold mine. There's no question about it. So who who did you want? Like if you were to say like today, you have your choice on who can be the president, who would you like? It it's the the reason I'm going to answer the yeah. question, but the reason that it's a hard question to answer in that way is there's policy and there's who could win, who would be good at governing, who can who understands how to make compromise and sort of how politics is done. Mm -hmm. So I think there's a ton of really interesting people that do well in all of these areas. And, and I'll give you a few names. And I for, this is now for my yeah, audience, yeah. because if, what I'm about to say, they'll say you, you're just the, the insult in my space is you're a lib, meaning I'm not left aggressive. Enough. I'm not left enough. Yeah. Right? OK. 
I think folks mm. like it's it's crazy. A lib. Yeah. I think the people that are striking the right balance right now between policy and rhetoric and ability to actually be good politicians are people like, and this is going to be crazy, okay, Gavin Newsom, Pete Buttigieg, Stacey Abrams, Katie Porter in California. I think these are really interesting folks who I don't necessarily agree with them on all policy, but I think they bring a few things that are important. They're younger. Right now, I think there's a problem where it's it's sort of like old guy after old guy after old guy on both sides. We're seeing this to a degree, so I like that. I think they bring some progressive policies that are interesting without really being brandable as being socialists. And I think that that's all really important right now for the, for the left. So what do you like about... So Okay, so let, let's, let's stay with who we currently have right now. So today, Biden. Yeah. What's he doing good? What do you think he's not doing good? Okay, so if I were to say here are the things that Biden got done that are accomplishments that are important and, you know, things, things that, that are worth doing... At, at a time where I think it was necessary, he did that third COVID stimulus. Remember, Trump did two of them and Biden Biden did a third one. I think at the time it made sense and he didn't include as much of this or really any, if I recall, the PPP slush fund, which was so fraudulently used. And now, you know, the IRS is backed up on audits in part because they're doing PPP fraud investigation. So I like that he didn't include that. I didn't think that that was necessary. Inflation Reduction Act does a lot of interesting things and whether or not it quote, reduces inflation. Inflation is coming down now several months in a row. I love the uh, renewable energy stuff that's in there. I drive an electric car. I've got the solar panels. I've got, you know, my gas stove I'm even going to get rid of. I'm ready I'm ready to get rid of the gas <laughs> stove. Being I'm being dead serious. serious. No, yeah, I had You're fully committed. It's not a commitment. It's the induction is unbelievable. Once you actually learn to use it, it's fantastic. I was repeating, "Oh, you the gas stove, you can modulate down to the it's beautiful." I've now cooked with induction. It's fantastic. So I'm I'm fully, I think it's fantastic. I think encouraging that, we're not banning gas stoves, of course. I, I'm, I'm exaggerating. I think that that's really great. Um, I think getting, getting out of Afghanistan, I think, was the absolute right decision. Many criticisms of the chaos that unfolded. When Trump was asked, how would you have done it differently? He didn't actually have any answer. It was Trump's plan to get out that Biden did a few months later because Trump never got to it for whatever reason. I think that was the right decision. It was going nowhere, 20 years there, et cetera. Um, on student loan forgiveness, I don't know what's going to happen eventually. I'm not a forgive all student loans guy. Some in my audience are like, David, all loans should be forgiven. It's like, no, I don't think so. I don't think that makes sense. But we've had programs like if you're a doctor and you work in an underserved community long enough, you qualify to get those loans forgiven. I think certain programs like that make a lot of sense. So I think that that's a good thing. And quite frankly, and this is where, you know, the, the Trump people email me and they get very mad. If this, not my opinion, if we go by Gallup opinion survey, what other countries think of the U.S., opinion of the U.S. has dramatically improved since Biden replaced Trump. I think that matters. I, I'm not an isolationist. So I think it's important that other countries respect the office of the presidency. And under Trump, it was a joke, you know, P literally laughed at at the U.N., goes to India, mispronounces 10 Indian names and the crowd is just leaving. It, it's, it was a humiliation everywhere he went. So I think that's a great it's like a soft thing that I think is really good. So the, the fact that we're no longer feared is a good thing. I don't know where you're getting that we are no longer feared. So you think people fear Biden? What I'm asking you is where, what data do you have that we are no longer feared? Well, that's not it. That's, 
what data is not uh, any data to give. I mean, during, well, then how do you know it is? Well, the no, truth. but but during Bi- during Biden is when Russia felt comfortable bullying Ukraine. During Biden is. Uh, even if you look at Afghanistan on the way we left, people on the left were not happy by the way we left Afghanistan. Which people? Even 82 billion, I can give you a lot of different names. Like the who? CIA, uh, who was the CIA guy that we had here who was on... Uh, Philip Mudd? Z- with a Z. What's his name? Uh, um, Matt Zeller? Matt Zeller, CIA agent who was on MSNBC. He called him out. He was on MSNBC with... Uh, but that's one person, right? No, but there's a lot of them, though. If I, if I actually, if I, if I actually yeah. pull it up and if, if, I, if I do the Google search yeah. on it, I'll find plenty of names from their own side. Let's do it. That's fine. But I think one important thing to back up is you first kind of gave me what's not really a very fair question. You go, are you not worried that the U.S. is no longer feared? So, so you're saying they, they don't fear. You- hold, but hold on. Let me finish. Let me finish my yeah. response. Okay. Yeah. You first presented to me and these are a lot of conversations go like this. You present to me. Is it not a concern to me that the U.S. is no longer feared? And I said, well, where are you getting that? Where, where's the data? You go, oh, there is no data. So where let's first start with no, no, the, what I know, said is this, it's not the fear. I didn't say there's no data. You can't you can't you pull data. No data, meaning you can't find data on fear. fear then how is, do you know that that fear the case. is action? Fear is action. Did did during uh, did during Trump Russia attack Ukraine? S- no, that's did, not did, yeah. what happened with Palestine and Israel. What happened? Yeah, what happen? happened? They came together after twenty some years. What? What are you talking about when you say what are what? you talking about? <laughs> Hold on. Well, he moved the capital to Jerusalem, is what you're saying. So let's. Talk I don't know about if there's that. been peace let's in the Middle East or anything like that. Has there been any progress on peace? Very limited. Did moving the cap? Did move? It wasn't the capital. Did moving the embassy? The embassy. Hold correct, on. Let me ask the question. Did moving the embassy from Tel Aviv to Jerusalem get us closer to peace, or did it get us further further away? Do either of you guys know? I don't know if you've studied this issue. There's I have, arguments so on both ends, but it has not led to peace and prosperity in Palestine, correct? Did Trump promise, this, this is a very critical, clear question, did Trump promise that Jared Kushner, Kushner. would solve the Israeli-Palestinian conflict during the first term? That's now, before, o- that's just overreach. a yes, no. Did he, did he promise it? Uh, I don't know if he promised it or promises made, promises kept. He was assigned to that duty. And did it happen? Did What happened? Did Jared... Negotiate no, peace. but I don't think anybody believed that peace was happening. In so the it's East. okay for him to make promises but, but t- that are obvious but, lies. But, but make the but a... make the make the argument. Go yeah. back to the argument about the fact that America, on all polls today, is would you say liked? When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply was a word you used so i i think the really important thing when we talk about this is we talk mm-hmm. about what we can measure so the gallup polling that has been done so you for, trust polls oh come on that so we're you, gonna, but but that's where we're going though there are there are there lots are, because of because I, I trust certain polls too but i'm saying so you trust polls if you say do i trust a rasmussen republican primary poll 18 months before an election i would say that's a, that's not very valuable i don't right. think that's valuable the Gallup 
public opinion sentiment poll that has been done over many, many presidents in the same way. I think that that's a pretty good poll just to give a sense of how the world feels about the American president. I have no reason to distrust that. There are other polls where I would have a specific reason to distrust. But we're kind of going like 10, 10 tangents here. I think if we want to talk about am I upset that the U.S. isn't feared, since you brought that question forward, the appropriate thing would be for you to give me the data. But no, for, go, go back to what you but, said. You said U.S. is what? You said you like the fact that U.S. is liked more today under Biden? No, I didn't use that term. What was the term you used? If you don't Globally, mind saying it again. On average, yeah. countries respect the U.S. more now that Biden is president. And, and you, Trump you is value president. that. I think it's important because okay. I and I can I tell you why? Sure. I think it's important because between trade and globalization mm -hmm. and problems we deal with that don't respect the borders of countries, it's important to be again, it's not about liked, it's not about it's to be respected globally. I do think that that actually So matters. so why do you think they didn't like or respect Trump? Let's see what you're going to say with that. Why I mean, do you think? Tell me. The the guy's a joke. He is. Yeah. Okay. Tell us why. And, Bi and Biden's not a joke. Well, we can, we can talk about Biden. Oh, because Biden's like the goat and, no, 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 and no, no, Trump's no. the joke. No, 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 no. Okay, so, I, why, I'm critical so tell us Biden. why he's a joke. But I think it's important to say, are we talking about Trump or are we talking about Biden? No, we no. We can talk so, about so both, identify let's both. talk about them one at a time. S stay on Trump. Okay. Stay on Trump Fair. when he says he's a joke. Tell us okay. why you think he's a joke. Um, promises made that were not kept that he told us he was going to achieve for us. Let's look at some of them. I'm going to get rid of Ob Obamacare and replace it with his word, a beautiful replacement where everyone will have care and it's going to be affordable. OK, just flat out didn't happen. The one proposal that Republicans made would have led to 24 to 32 million people losing health care. I consider that a failure. I don't think Obamacare is perfect, but it's better than the think Trump thing Trump said he was going to bring us. That was that was a, just a failure Two. Build a wall across the entire U.S.-Mexico border, which Mexico is going to pay for. It's not even worth having a conversation. I mean, just a joke. Of course, of course, completely didn't happen. Solve the Israeli-Palestinian conflict. No progress made. In fact, to be honest, and this is, you know, if we want to delve into that, moving the embassy from Tel Aviv to Jerusalem got us further from that because it's seen as a sort of um, uh, a taunting measure, if you understand the internal politics of what's what's going on there. Um, was going to, you know, the, the made some space travel promises. I mean, we could, I can't think of promises he made that he did keep other than, um, I guess, the, the he was going to do tax reform and he did tax reform. So as a policy matter, a complete and total failure. I do think maybe the First Step Act on criminal justice reform did some good things. I'm, I'm sort of glad to, to give him credit on that. Um, but so, you know, on policy, failure. And then, you know, on rhetoric, we could spend three hours just looking at quotes. If, if you know? so, so I'm curious to see exactly how you think now. So yeah. if, if, if COVID doesn't happen, does he get reelected? Yes. Why? Well, because his followers don't care about policy. Uh, I interview them all the time and I say- his followers don't care about policy. They don't care about achievements. They care about Hillary bad, Hillary yeah. Marxist, Hillary socialist. You think Hillary's good? Did I say that? No, I'm asking you. Oh, no, uh, I don't think Hillary was a good candidate and she's, she's to my right. Um, no, I don't think Hillary's good, but I thought she was better than Trump. She's to your right. She's to my right. Yeah, Hillary so is a very a moderate conservative Democrat. She, yeah, in your world. Yeah, 
Yeah. Got it. I mean, give me a left-wing Hillary policy, like a really left-wing Hillary policy. I couldn't tell you, but that's, exactly. I'm not. I'm there not, is none. But, but it's not the point. But you're saying you would much rather have a Hillary than a Trump. I would rather. Okay, so go back. To, <laughs> much rather, so, I don't know. So, so go back to he gets reelected. Why? Because his uh, uh, voters could care less about policies. They That's what you're saying. Care less. Fine, no problem. So, but we both know that it's not the right that elects him, and it's not the left that elects whoever on the left. It's whoever's in the middle. The, not true. The eight to twelve percent that kind of says, you know what, I'm going to go this side, you know, this time around, or versus more people come out for. You know, their candidate, meaning a lot Not of people really would true. come out for Obama. Okay, so explain yourself. The, the, what, what it actually more depends on is who chooses to go out and vote. It's less about, you know, there's, there's often this idea in politics, and there's lots of people who are really good on this issue that you could talk to, Rachel Bidikoffer and even Frank Luntz, even though he's partisan, I think he would concede this as well. He's a pollster, right. you mean, the, Frank yes. Luntz, yeah. The idea of the swing independent voter that sometimes on, on presidential elections will vote for a Republican and sometimes a Democrat very, very small percentage of people. More common is that a candidate either activates people to vote or those same people just stay home. In the U.S., we have an embarrassingly low voter voter turnout. It's between usually, usually 52 and 60 percent, I think. Mm -hmm. So almost half the electorate isn't even voting. It's less about people who vote one way and then another way. It's more about people who say, I'm just going to stay home versus I'm going to go out and vote. If they vote, it's clear. So you're saying that the middle voter doesn't matter at all? No, I didn't say that. So what are you saying? Then? I said they matter much less than who who is partisan chooses to vote. But it's to fair home. to say that, okay, if, if he continues, so if he continues and there's no COVID, he would get reelected. Do you think, the, let's specifically target the middle. Forget the people on the side that would show up. Okay? Well, but why? That's, That's the question I want to do with you right now. So if we if we specifically... Focus on the middle. Would the middle, the independent, the libertarians, would they have chosen to stick with Trump or would most have wanted to replace him with somebody else? It's a polling question. I don't have the data. Well, you're the poll guy. That's what I'm asking you. I I don't have the data in front of me. Okay. I'd be curious to know. So you're, but but you're also correcting me to say that's not true. That's the middle and the independents that, that didn't elect him. You're saying, it's who showed up that elected him. As a general concept, right. elections swing less based on independents who sometimes vote Republican and Democrat. That's a small factor. A bigger factor is, are voters activated by their candidate or are they deactivated where they go, I don't like this person, but I'm definitely not voting for that one. I'll stay home. So Isn't it you, a bit of both, though? It's a bit of both. Because but what we I'm all saying saw what happened in the Rust the Belt. We've seen countless stories about I voted for Obama. I'm not racist. I voted for Obama. What are you talking about? I voted for Bush, then I voted for Obama, and then Trump showed up. He made some promises. He 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 was in the Midwest. He was yeah. it was he was he was out there. He was, he was reaching out, touching sure. hands. Hillary was too busy in New Mexico and Arizona. I decided to vote for Trump. And I was sort of done with Trump. Now yeah. I'm back on Biden. Yeah, that's we an, see so many stories like that. That's though, a, these independents. That's an anecdote, and so I think anecdotes are are fine. But one of the things that um, uh, is important is to, to zoom out from anecdotes and to look at the broader data. And the other thing that's important is a lot of that cross voting, it cancels each other out because you see roughly the same amount from one side versus the other. And what I, what I mean by that is there was, if you look at the crossover in 2016, the number of Democrats who decided to vote Trump in 2016 was very similar to the number of Democrats who decided to vote McCain in 2008. Mm -hmm. So it, it, it's it's a roughly predictable number. You're talking about Democrats who have switched over. I'm just, just there's legitimate independence. I'm giving you just one yeah, example yeah. of this 
people who go either way or, or whatever. It's it's relatively stable and predictable, so it's rarely a difference maker. That that's my only point. And we can anecdotes all day. You know, Jim Bob's wife decided to vote Hillary or what? Yeah, you know, that's totally fine. But, but let's do data because you're a data guy. Yeah. So if you're a data guy, tell us when you're saying it's not necessarily that the middle one would have had Trump. Yeah. Would he have needed the middle to get reelected in 2024, in 2020? He would have needed roughly the same percentage that okay. Republicans tend to need. Trump suffered because they're, they're he, on, on the COVID thing, would he have gotten reelected? It's not only if COVID didn't happen, Trump probably would have gotten reelected. I think if when COVID started, instead of Trump saying, we have 15 cases, soon going to be zero, do flu vaccines work on COVID? What about bleach injections? All that stuff. If instead of that, Trump said, hey, you know what? We're the United States. We're going to deal with this better than anybody else. We're making MAGA masks. And by the way, 50 cents on every dollar will go, you know, his, his normal fundraising scams, right? Do the scams, but do the MAGA masks. And if he said, we're going to be absolutely the best on this thing, he wins. We saw it in New Zealand. We saw it in other places. It was a missed opportunity. Now, I think it was just a miscalculation in the sense that somewhere Trump probably thought it was really going to go away. I don't know by who was Easter. around him. I don't by know who, by Easter of 2020, right? right? I mean, right. It, okay. So I think Trump, even if he had just done that, and uh, because we but saw, why though? Why, why would he have? Why? Why would the? Why would the independents, the ones in the middle, be, who are, uh, let's just say, slightly more reasonable, and they're willing to say, you know, I don't like this guy on the left. I'm going to vote right. I don't like this guy on the right. I'm going to vote left. Yeah. Why would they have still chosen Trump over Biden? You, we're now. I, I have no idea. You'd have to talk to them. Well, have to, but, I just but, don't know. But you're yeah. you're but you're you're given you're given your arguments, and so your arguments you're given is you're talking about uh, uh, polls like Biden because America's more respected under Biden than Trump. Okay, so and that has nothing to do with American voters. We're talking about people but, in but, other countries. But totally get it. Yeah. But but you, when you when you say something like that, the yes. voter says, "Oh wow." America, the world respects Biden more than they respect Trump. Sure. Okay. Somebody may say, well, maybe because, you know, anybody who was an enemy of America hated Trump because Trump would, you know, deal more directly with them than Biden would. Biden, okay. you can't necessarily see him. You know, he doesn't look like a leader. He's not an Obama-esque. He's not a Clinton guy. Uh, Biden doesn't come across as a strong leader, but you're saying he's more respected than Trump. Great. No problem. Okay. So then I go and I ask you a question and I say, if COVID doesn't happen, does it get reelected? Yes. Why? You say because more people show up. This whole, you know, this whole narrative about the fact that you need the middle voter to tip down. That's not true. It's how many people show up and it's his people because his people don't care if he gets anything done. And da, 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 da. That, that's what you said. That, that was your narrative. <sighs> right. Yeah, that's I mean, what you said. Those were your words. Some of Activated. those words mirror the things that I said. Yes. OK, so <laughs> so it activates, which means uh, tr so Trump's voters. So g give me. When you say I've, I speak to a lot of these Trump voters, there's obviously a lot of animosity in you. You have a lot of resentment or animosity towards them. I don't know why, but you seem angry and upset towards Trump. I mean, your oh. comments like, you know, towards Trump is boom. You know, voters are this, voters are that. Well, I to think you, what, the problem what is, may be with what, that. I have to, I have to what, interrupt that. But thing. I get that. So what is the, what is, what, and you can answer all those questions and I'll okay. give you your time. I'm not remembering so, all of them, but I'll so try to write what, them down. What is the DNA of a typical MAGA voter in your eyes? There, There's not any typical DNA. I think there's basically three primary categories of people that vote for Republicans and Trump introduced a fourth. 
fair to introduce the, these four categories? Break it down for okay. us. For us that, you know, you, we don't have your intelligence. Well, tell, it's not about us. intelligence. Yeah. And I don't know if you're being sarcastic. It's not about intelligence. No, it's no, just I, about have you researched. This is you your world. Okay, so so this is your world. So, so you yeah. know, tell us what you think about the three and the fourth. I, with your intelligence, yeah. imagine what you could do if you looked up the things I look up. That's really the incredible. Yeah. Okay, no. So in all seriousness, four basic groups. Pre-Trump, you had three groups. You had sort of pro-business, low-tax uh, right-wingers, people like Mitt Romney, basically. They are, I mean, Romney maybe isn't a little bit of an exception because as a Mormon, he has some socially conservative views, but you've got like your Romney type who's concerned with let's not over-regulate businesses, let's not have taxes that are too high, let's create a good business environment. As governor of Massachusetts, that was sort of uh, his his idea, and that's a very blue state, and he did well. So you've got like your Romney type. Traditional, low-tax, limited government. Yeah, not, you know, not, not, uh, not extreme millionaire, not extreme know, right on social issues, type people, exactly. not particularly homophobic, yeah. for example, or, you know, OK, then you've got your more libertarian minded people. I found it interesting when you said you're independent and libertarians in the U.S. Libertarians are mostly right wing and they mostly vote for Republicans. So then you've got mm -hmm. your very libertarian minded people uh, who whose focus is that we want just as much as much freedom to do as much stuff as possible. It often includes freedom to discriminate if I don't want to do, you know, like a gay wedding cake that that you've got that group you then have evangelical and religious voters whose primary things are less economic so what was your second one second one is uh, libertarian libertarian mm -hmm. okay third you've got your evangelical the religious mike pence voters. vote if you will more the mike pence vote people for whom abortion and gay marriage and more recently you know trans stuff that's really the most important they'll go with the economic stuff even though it's actually often not good for them and you, you started to see this under reagan a lot where these religious voters they went with reagan even though economically it wasn't the best thing for them. Those are typically the three groups. You hear you hear the common term, they're voting against their interests because they have social uh, you, ideology you that they gravitate that. towards. So you've got those three groups. Trump had all, the, all of that. Mm -hmm. The early Ted Cruz support in 2016 is that third group, that evangelical. That eventually went to Trump. Trump coalesced these groups because they really weren't going to vote for Hillary. The fourth group, which Trump kind of created, is people who were not at all engaged with politics before. They didn't pay attention. They knew Trump as a celebrity. They didn't really have a political identity. They were disaffected. They weren't really participating before. So four is his personality is what you're saying? Yeah, or? yeah. They, they got brought in specifically. He, he introduced that? That's been around for a while, though. He introduced what? You're saying he Trump introduced the fourth. You said typically it's three. Oh, yeah. But Trump introduced the fourth or Trump has the fourth? Trump is... He Trump, activated, Trump the fourth. activated this fourth group, which was people who were not in any of those three categories I mentioned and got engaged in politics for the mm -hmm. first time because they heard Trump say something that they liked. Either. Give, give some examples of those. Type of, are you talking about West Virginia coal miners or people no, in the it, deep red south? It's, they were from all over, but it was people who liked that Trump was going to fix trade with China. A lot of them didn't really know what that meant, but it sounded pretty good. Maybe the person had lost a job. They came to believe it's, it's because of China that I lost my job. That sounds good. Or... People who are on immigration, they're like, the wall? Of course, you and I know you're never building a wall. Never mind Mexico is going to pay for it. But there were people who, like the idea, never were in politics. Like, no, it sounds good. I'm voting for Trump. So he brought in this fourth group. Mm -hmm. Okay, so so the fourth group, to be exact, it's his personality that people were turned on by the way he was. Could be personality, but it could be that there was one thing he said that okay. they really liked. So, so let me ask you a question. Is there something wrong with that? I'm curious. Is, are you going to a place where there's, there's something wrong with that? or No, it's not about right or wrong. Yeah. It's a question of whether any of us think that the 
policy motivations for any of those groups align with ours. Somebody may say there's a lot of people that showed up for Obama just because he was black. Sure, they can say that. I don't right. know. I mean, I don't know. But Is what that you mean? true? <laughs> you don't think it's true? I, of course, in a country of 330 I, million people, yeah. there are going to be some. No, but you said you don't know if it's true. It's like, what do you mean you don't know if it's true? I don't I know don't how have many. Any, you don't have any data? You want to get data to say people showed up that they just because they're black? There's exit polling on most of these issues. It's, we it's, might be able to find it right now. You know? No, it's, it's uh, you know. I think I it's fair to say people voted for him because oh, he was I a mean, cool black I mean, I cannot even tell you how many people. Uh, uh, I, I knew Republicans who were voting for uh, uh, Obama in the insurance industry just because, like, listen, man, first time. This guy talks like MLK. You know, he sounds reasonable. I'm going to vote for the guy. There's a lot of people that came out with him. So somebody may say, well, you know, the reason why Obama got elected, because he's got the three difficult things when he talks to the Democrat, da, 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 but the fourth thing is he was black. Okay. And are you going to say what? I would say, yeah, I'm sure that there's a portion of people who vote based so, on that. So, so you're saying the DNA of a Trump MAGA voter who looks past policies. So you're saying on the three policies he didn't check off, the three policies here, the three points. You're okay. saying that. I, I'm saying he didn't build the wall, or I'm not. I'm no, not so know let, me, what you're let me, me let me take a step back with yeah, you. Please. So I'm asking a question, and I said, so tell me if you're saying he's going to get reelected without COVID. You're saying he would have gotten reelected. I think he would have. Perfect. And then you said your words. You said something in the context of you know because I think the MAGA voter is not about policies. That's what you said. A lot of that fourth group, yes, yeah. is not about overarching accomplishments. Or like, I'll give you an example of what I'm talking about, and maybe it'll All help right. to distill it. I got a call at some point during the first term of Trump from a guy who said, I'm, I'm voting for this guy. This guy is just the best. And I said, oh, OK, what do you care about? What are, how are you evaluating his performance to decide if you're going to vote for him in 2020? Like, how do you I'm curious. How do you decide? He said, well, I care about the wall. So he's he's got to build that wall. And I said, perfect. If he doesn't build the wall, are you still going to vote for him? And he says, well, yeah, I'm not going to vote for a Democrat. So I said, oh, so it doesn't actually matter if he builds the wall. The same with you as well, though. There's no way you're voting for a Republican either. Would you vote for a Republican? Sure. Yeah. Who I mean, you, if, if I have you ever voted for a Republican president? A rep a pre no, I mean, I've only okay, voted then you in a wouldn't. few elections. Yeah, no, but, but hold on a second. There's but you're 40 years old. You're, you're 1984. So it's, I'm 38, please. <laughs> 84, 38 years old. 38 no, is still, you've had but plenty of elections. Let's back up for a yeah. second. Do you, there's two questions. Would I and have I? I've only voted in a few presidential elections. You've had plenty of chances. Well, but who would I have voted for? I was going to vote for George W. Bush in 2004. No. But it doesn't matter. The point is, when you're calling that guy out, you're the same as that guy. No, I'm not. Okay, so tell me a Republican you'd vote for. You're, I, don't th I think you're missing the picture. I think what, it, what is it, though? The, the point is he made a claim that he was going to make a vote depending on policy. And when I then said, so if the policy fails, you'll vote for someone else? And he said, no, actually, the policy doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. That's the difference. I'm not making that claim. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's a completely different thing. I mean, the same can be said to to uh, to take one example of a story of a person who sounds like an idiot to say that and then categorize everybody in I, Trump I'm is not. selective hearing to say that's not what I'm doing. That's that's selective for you. Well, you are kind of doing that. You're saying here's a Republican voter who you ask, why are you thinking about voting for Trump? Oh, because he's building the wall. Then you said if he doesn't build the wall. Well, I would never vote for a Democrat. Well, do you care if the wall, wall, wall never uh, gets built? No, I don't care. I'm going to vote for him anyways. 
Well, that's that's a, that's that doesn't sound like a reasonable voter to me, though. That's right. He's not a reasonable. Voter. Well, the reasonable voters to me was also, if if you were to ask the average person who voted for Biden, sure, they didn't vote for Biden. Okay, they voted against Trump. Okay. Do you disagree? I'd have to look at exit polls. Is okay, that true? So, so is that is that where you go to? You, for you, something like for that. For a guy who, if this is your space, yeah. what's your podcast about? What is it about? What's your show about? News and politics. You should know this stuff. You're the expert. I brought I you here. I just don't remember that offhand. How Let's do you, find it but, right now. But, I mean, but this is your world. Like if you ask me questions on business, I'm going to say, yeah. let me give you my feedback on what I think about business. Yeah. You invite me on your podcast and, hey, Pat, I want to talk about poli- about yeah. business. Let's do that. I'll, I have no problem with it to do, <laughs> no, to do listen, that part. But what the, I'm saying to you is if you're coming here yeah. saying what you're saying. Sure. And then I ask you a simple question of, so the same thing can be said about people that voted for Biden. Yeah. I'm, dude, I'm going to vote for anybody. Dude, nobody would show up when Biden would speak. Did you not see his tour when he was going campaigning? Patrick, mm-hmm. you're not really doing this, are you? Tell you're me, doing this? I'm actually curious where you're going to go now. What's Biden your- wasn't even doing events. where there, I mean, this, this is the Biden one from the basement. Thing. Yeah. I have a counter to this entire... And I want to just be really clear. I don't really care about defending Biden in any particular sense. I just think he was the better option than Trump. I I, I feel like I'm being framed as this Biden lover who's going to defend everything. I, Biden I'm not did. doing that. You Fair. you may be thinking I'm, I'm not doing that to you. What, what I, I'm asking. What I, what I want to say about yeah. this is Can is you the pull following. up Biden's rallies when he was running for president? Go ahead. Let's see the pictures, but go ahead. Biden didn't do a campaign the way Trump did it. And the funniest thing to me about Neither this, has anybody done it like the way Biden's done it. He hid. Well, let, but hold the guys. We're, this, this was this during happened. COVID, though. Yes. Let's back up for a second. Look how beautiful that is. Well, that's these are because COVID it's rallies. COVID. Oh, stop! Patrick, you got to be kidding me. Can I tell you something? This is really the you're the telling height me of COVID. You're, you're, okay, you seem so, silly so when you do this. So here's here's what I'm willing to do. Here's yeah. what I'm willing to do. Please, I'm willing to give him yeah a million dollars of my own money right now to go try to fill up an arena for what? What's the point? Oh no! To show that nobody is inspired by this guy. This is, this is so not, silly. No, no but what's, serious, what's silly is what silly is for you to assume people voted for Biden. They voted against Trump is what they did. Many nope. did. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah I'm but, but no, what you just said. I said I don't know minute, what the percentages. Yeah. But that's, all I'm saying is I don't but know But it's your percentage. world, though. This is like if you're gonna if you're gonna sit here and sell, you know, uh, talk about how uh, uh, bad the the Trump voter is, and you let me tell you, you know. It's it, these people. All they care about is his personality oh, for it, outside of the taxes and all this other stuff. And then I ask you a question. And I say, so why do people vote for Biden? Many of them voted because they just didn't want Trump. Yeah, I don't know the numbers on that. You should, okay? You should know those numbers. What? I don't. I just don't know that offhand. I, I mean, it's we can look it up. It's it, why? Why do I need to memorize? Can, can I make a quick point? Can, can I just get? Yeah. I just, just one thing I want to say here. Yeah, go ahead. This entire Biden hid stuff. It's so. It's such a hid? self. Hit or hit? Hid. Hid okay, in yeah. his basement. Yeah, yeah. Because when you talk about... Oh, the he did, though. He hit a lot of times, but... Can I, can I get a statement yeah. now? Okay. If I were on the right, I would stop saying that because it's embarrassing to Trump that he lost to a guy... Who hid it's in his not. basement? It's not. That's the that's the crazy Dude, thing. Your president, your guy, Joe that. Biden, is the greatest hide and go seek champion of all time. That's Wait, who hold he on is. a sec. When you is he not? He's not your president. He's my president. Oh, but, okay. But he's he, our president. But he's your guy. He's the in guy you're sense? defending. You're defending him right now to say only that he's better than Trump because you're making no, me do this. The only <laughs> the, the only reason that there's no way in a. It, it, even the liberals today are not saying he's better than. 
uh, uh, Trump in executing or taking action or doing anything. Let's find the, that. The find only, that poll. The Where's only that poll? credit, well, at this point, you've lost credibility to talk about polls because you don't even know what you're talking about when you're saying, well, you know, I, don't, I, don't know, I don't know if the people were voting against Trump. Let's find a poll. So if you, if you can't agree I said to that I don't part, know how many. Of course they were. It's not just how many. Were. It's if you go on, look at any of these uh, 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 people who were doing, uh, 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 what do you call it, street to. Uh, when they're going talking to people Street and interviews? Doing, yeah, it's like, hey, so tell me, who would you vote here? Trump's the worst. I would never vote for him. People didn't want to vote for this guy yeah. because because ninety nine percent of the media, everybody was sitting there bashing him non nonstop. That just, by the way, same thing's gonna happen with DeSantis. Yeah, same thing happened with Bush. The only Republicans Democrats like is ex-presidents who are now painters. That's mm. the only Republicans, Democrats like, because they're no, no longer a threat. Okay. Trump's a big threat. So for, for, for you to say, well, we now have respect around the world, yeah. I don't even know if I want that. I think okay. if there's an element of competition, because yeah. I, I, I think if China has to choose between Trump or Biden, and China would rather have Biden, that's probably not a good sign for me. Okay. Is if, it a good sign if Russia wants Trump? I mean, this is kind of a silly game, right? No, but but Russia is not our number one enemy. Russia doesn't control 80% of chips. Russia is not as powerful as people think they are. They have a lot of nukes. They lead the world. Totally get it. But we're seeing right now what's happening to Russia. Russia is more, they're powerful. You got to put them up there. They're strong. But China is really, really strong in experience. China hates America. China doesn't, uh, they've publicly announced what they're going to be doing. You know, there's a very big difference between China and Russia. And by the way, I'm not sitting here telling you we got to be uh, best friends with Russia. But if China likes a president over another one, that is a red flag for me. Yeah, it's not rare as a view on the American right that is generally... Who cares what other countries think? I would almost rather they hate us. That's really common. I didn't say that. No, no, no I'm not that's saying that's what you were saying. That, I want to really see a poll common. on that. Do you have that's a poll on that? Not offhand. Then how could you, you say? Why do you have a poll? Give me a poll, Patrick. But no, go, give, give me a poll because you're, that's an anecdote now. We can use this. But no, you're, to stop you're, any you're, conversation. But, but, but you're doing that. But that's what you're but doing. You just though. did it with but the you, polls about liberals. You're the no expert. You're the political expert. I'm not. Come on, you're the political expert. What you just did? No, you're being silly. So I'm giving you exactly what you've been doing for the first 30 minutes. Now it officially bothers you. No, no, it doesn't bother me. But, I think it's silly. I think we don't get but, anywhere. But wait a minute. But what you're saying is that if the argument you give us said, show me a poll, yeah. show it to me. You can't do it. There's a difference between, between you what? saying that there's a specific opinion among voters that they were motivated Stop by a particular it. reason. You, we have polling on that. You're like we just to, have to find it. You're like, you like, like to use that, but not when it works against you. Yeah, I didn't say hate. I'm not a hate guy. If I was a hate guy, you wouldn't be here today. I didn't say that. No, you no, you said most Republicans would prefer if uh, uh, other countries hated us. You're putting, you're assuming. I didn't no. say most. Run it back. Wait, you didn't say what? I didn't say most. You said I what? I said there is a contingent on the right, right that actually is emboldened by if they don't How like, small of a community is that? Don't know. So you're going to take the exception? Are you going to make that argument? <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Patrick, I don't. I'm. 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 I'm, I'm verklempt. <laughs> yeah. Um, you and I both. You and Linda Richmond. I. Um. I. We've. We, it just. We're going tangent, 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 where we can't really drill down on any one issue. I'm. I'm saying to you, hate is not. If I had hate, I would have not had you on. I didn't ascribe I that word to you. 
you you said I said fear. I said fear is earlier said. in the show. No, no. What I mean is, I if if China prefers any president, yeah. For example, if McConnell is going to be president, yeah. And China wants McConnell over. Let's pick a uh, I don't know over Tulsi. Okay. I'm not I'm not McConnell. Okay. If China wants uh uh. uh Pick a uh, uh, what? Is, what is her name? Liz Cheney. If China was Liz Cheney over Pete Buttigieg, mm-hmm. I would be hesitant there. Okay, because who is the number one enemy? Who is the number one enemy? I'm actually curious what you're going to think about that. I not don't know. About this the is term, a part that I'm not asking polls. I don't know about the term enemy. I mean, I think in terms of adversary. I think it's I think it's Russia and China differently in different ways, okay. as you talked about. We depend way more on China for goods that we enjoy being cheap because they're made in China rather than here. I agree. That confers huge economic power okay. China. Russia, in a different way, yes, it's the nukes. Yes, it's the more unstable leader. It's also alliances with countries where Russia's involvement can goad or pull the United States in in ways that are both resource intensive and politically disadvantageous. So I think they are, those as are the which two countries. Give me. I mean, there's there's the Afghanistan situation. Um, you could argue Russia. I mean, with with Venezuela, there's there's issues there that are more economic relating to oil, which we've talked about. Um, it's less about products and it's less about supply chain with mm-hmm. Russia, although with energy, Russia is a factor. Um, but I think those are our two biggest adversaries. I don't know if the right term is enemy. I don't, I'm, I'm open to exploring whether that's the right term. Certainly adversary is the right term. I, I, I think I'm on the same page with you on whether it's adversary or enemy. Yeah. You know, uh, uh, keep in mind, I've never taken anything past ESL in my English. So my the word enemy and adversary may have the same meaning to me, mm. maybe a different meaning for you. Fair. It's opposition is how I see it. Uh, but I agree. But but the part for me is if a country yeah. is overly comfortable with one and is afraid of imposing pain on them and kind of backs off a little bit, I want to know a little bit more. Do you apply that to every country or only the countries you're concerned about, like China? And what I mean by that is, I'll give you. I know what you're, you're going to go to Russia. No, no, with no, no, Trump. no, 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 no. Forget about that. Yeah. But I'm just saying, if Denmark prefers Liz Cheney over Pete Buttigieg, does that influence your thinking? Not necessarily. Okay, fair. Yeah. So, the, so what I'm getting at is, you're concerned not in general with the opinions. No, you're I. Con- I'm, I'm saying my the main is main enemies. Denmark is not somebody we don't wake up in the morning worry about what Denmark. That's and, why I asked the question. Yeah, and Denmark has never publicly said by 2025 we're going to be bigger than America and we're going to do this. They've never said that. There's only a few countries that have said that. That's Denmark's fair. not one of them. So it would be fair then just to say your concern is not. Gen- so when I say, hey, you know what, Spain, Portugal, Italy, France, UK, Argentina, Chile, Colombia. You know, I give you those they respect Biden more than Trump. That would not be a concern to you because they aren't the adversaries you're concerned with. Uh, no, uh, uh, I'm curious where you're going with this. So, no, nowhere. I'm just, okay. I, I, no, all I'm I have say- no hidden agenda. All I'm saying is this. He, he, here's what I'm saying. Let's just say, for example, let's say, I don't know, um, a uh, uh, SPF, Sam Bankman-Fried, yep. 
if he got up on the pulpit and for 30 minutes said great things about you, and then you got up and said 30 minutes good things about him, mm-hmm. I'm a little worried about you. Mm. Okay? So I sit there and I'm saying, interesting. I get the concept. Yeah. Yeah. That's all I'm saying to you. Okay, if, but if, it only applies because it's Sam Bankman-Fried, right? Of course. It, if, you know, Kelly, who brought me in here, said great things about me, that you would have a different opinion. She's not an enemy. She's not an adversary. Correct. Yeah. yeah. Okay, that's fair. So really, there's this small list of countries where you would say their opinion is a concern to I'm me. actually really curious where you're going, though. Just to say, it's not... You You acted as though the general reality... No, no, that, no. I'm not... I'm not I'm not, uh, uh, I'm not sitting here putting everybody. I'm telling you top enemies. Okay, yeah. so who's the third? Who, who concerns you the most at third spot? I'm not sure. Um, okay. I mean, you could make the case that, you know, there's a, there's a view that it would be one of the so-called socialist communist nations like North Korea. Uh, people talk about, you know, among the American right, there's big concern about Cuba and Venezuela. I don't really share that concern. I'm not a supporter of either of those regimes, to be clear, and I'm glad to talk about that, but I don't, I don't really share that concern. I think third actually is more more difficult to say. Iran. <clears throat> yeah. Iran, Iran is a concern, um, not economically, mm-hmm. um, but it's basically all focused around nuclear weapons and the possibility of seeding terror. Um, so that's a very different situation than Russia and very different situation than, than China. With third, it really depends on the politics of the person that you ask. And I kind of keep an open mind on that.